Thank you for listening to A Call to Freedom, the audio podcast of Freedom Ministries Church located in Apopka, Florida. I'm Pastor Freddie Fillmore Sr., and I want to welcome you to our church. You can watch our broadcast online every Sunday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can also join us for Shabbat prayer every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Bible study at 7 p.m. on Thursday. For more information on how to watch or to submit a prayer request, please visit our website, acalltofreedom.com, or visit us on social media. The information is also listed in the show notes to this podcast. It is my desire that the message this week blesses challenges and encourage you in your walk of faith. Thank you again for joining us and I pray you enjoy the word. Hello saints. It's truly a privilege to be here. My name is Minister E. Carol Fillmore. I'm a minister at Freedom Ministries Church where Pastor Freddie Fillmore is the pastor also my husband. This is just an an opportunity for me. It has been a while, but thank God that I'm able to stand here today and say a few words. God has really been good to us, and and I just want to open with a word of prayer. Father, in your name, Jesus, I would come before you today thanking you, Lord, for your many blessings. We thank you for loving us enough to save us, to die on the cross for our sins. We thank you for opportunity, Lord, to share your word with others. You've been good to us, Lord. You've been good to the ministry. You've been good to our families. And we love you today. We honor you. We thank you for your healing virtues, Lord. As we stand here today, we're fighting against something that only you can solve. And we're believing you for that, Lord. And we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I'm going to be speaking from 2 Timothy 2.19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are healed, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And today, which, my subject is a sure foundation. You know, as you, as you look through life, they, they, you, you, whatever you do is based on something, an idea or thought or whatever is based on something. So today, my scripture is based on Jesus Christ, which is our foundation. And so many times we, we look around and, and we see people going from place to place. They stay here for a while and they go there for a while. But see, with a foundation, you will be church hopping like that. You will stand where God has placed you until you get a sure foundation. When you get a sure foundation, you're free to move, to go, to do whatever needs to be done because your foundation is in Jesus. Um, the foundation is the basic groundwork of anything. It's like in society, and in religion, the natural ground or base on which some structure rests is the lowest division of a building. That's your foundation. 
It's set up in a way to support the building or the idea or whatever you have. So if anything happens, that foundation is still there and nobody can take that away. So this is where our lives should be as Christians. We should, our foundation is Jesus, if you're a Christian. And on that rock, you can just stand there no matter what happens. Look at what's going on in the world right now with this coronavirus. It's here, it's going to be here. And it's going to accomplish what it was set out to accomplish. All we can do is stand upon the foundation, which is Jesus. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. If it's my time to go this way, I'll go. But if not, my foundation is in Jesus. He's going to protect me. He's going to look over me. He's going to look over you because he loves you. He said, heaven is sure. Heaven is Heaven, the foundation of God stands assured. He knows those that are his. He knows me. He knows you. He knows our mama, our daddy, our children. All the stuff that's going on around us, friends, relatives, whatever. No matter what happens, we, we can't blame God. Because there is a purpose for which God is allowing this to happen. He didn't make it happen now, but he allowed it to happen. So we got to know if our foundation is true that we can stand on him because God allowed, because nothing can happen on this earth unless God allows it. And we complain about our leadership and other things that's going on. God allowed them to be there. And this is what we got to rest in. You know, we could, we're always hearing things and negative things and we talk behind these things. But that's not what a foundation does. We pray for those people and let it go because the negativeness that we put in them is coming out of us. And we don't realize how it affects us. We get us all off key and we're thinking, well, he shouldn't do this. He he's going to do what he's put there to do. And there's nothing you can do to stop him but pray for him, that God's will would be accomplished for the purpose that he placed him there for. And once his will is accomplished, he's gone. But are you going to be the same? Are you going to stand on the foundation of Jesus Christ? Are you going to be able to say, Lord, I thank you that you accomplished your purpose. He's gone. You allowed him to be here. And I still praise you, Lord, because I know that my foundation is in you. Thank you, Lord. Here's another. Um, we were talking about the foundation is basic. And he said, let the foundation stand sure. Sure means strong. Firm, unmovable. So what does that mean? If his foundation is sure, you can't move me from that. If I'm standing on God's foundation and it's sure, you can't move me from that. Only God can do that. But if I'm relying on him, I don't have to worry about it. So many times we go with the flow. Or we go with what's happening around us. And things happening around us are there to knock us down or build us up. You have to make a choice. I'm standing on the foundation of Jesus Christ. So I have a choice. I accept this. I pray. And I go ahead and do what I feel like God would have me to do. But make sure it's what God would have me to do, not what you feel. You can't go with your feelings. So many of us go with our feelings when these things that happen. We're fussing and we all that stuff. But that won't solve anything. That, that's, that's my thoughts on it. I can fuss all day long about our leadership and different things that's going on, but no matter how much I fuss, it's not going to change anything. My foundation is in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
See, when God set up man in the garden, he set him there to rule and reign over and gave him a help me. You know, I need to help me. So. But what happened doing that, that foundation of God was that foundation there. But somehow or another, we reached over here and we saw this nice fruit and we said, we want some of it because the enemy was there. So take it. God knows if you drink that, if you eat that, you're not going to die. No, go ahead on. So she did it. Then she gave it to her husband. See, they're leaving, they're leaving that foundation. They're leaving it because they're going to at how things look, not how things should be. Because God told them how they should be. When he said, he said, touch anything in the garden, but don't touch this tree. And what did they do? They touched that tree. And that's how disobedience came into the world. So, you know, we have to... Um, Here's another scripture I want to read first. So 1 Corinthians 3.11. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. God set up the world and made man to rule. All they had to do was obey. And what happened? Here come that good looking through. It's just like a, a relationship with the husband and wife. We walking along the road and there's that good looking man and she's so busy looking at the man that she her husband gone and left and she still or vice versa. The man they like to look at these things now. Um I don't know what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> but they like to look at the booties, I'm gonna tell you just like it is. And that's what attracts them in. It's why everybody wants a bigger one or shapely one or whatever, because that's what the men they will. They see one going by, that's the first thing they look at. But see, that's not a foundation there. That's it's down to the bottom, where it should be in the background. Because that's not the way it was meant to be. You need to feel that person's spirit and look at that. Okay. <clears throat> God gave Moses the Ten Commandments after he freed the children of Israel from bondage. They were in bondage. God freed them. Gave him Ten Commandments. He said, all you got to do is obey. I'm going to take you into this land. It's a land of milk and honey. You don't have to buy nothing. You don't have to do nothing. I'm going to give it to you. So here are all these millions of people coming out of bondage, walking through there, and they got in, they set up and everything, and they were doing good. They had to fight to get in there, but they were doing good. But once they got settled, they decided they wanted them a king. Now, see, they had the foundation, the true king. They had him already, but they wanted a king because everybody else got a king. I want a king. See, so you, you can't be like everybody else. You can't look at what oh, that church over there is doing this or that church over there. That's what they're playing for that church. God didn't plan that for you. And so many of us have lost sight of what we should be doing because we're too busy looking at other people. And it might mean they're growing more than you or whatever, but that was for them, that's not for you. We got to have a foundation in Jesus Christ. You get that foundation, you're gonna walk in obedience to what he's speaking to you. Nevertheless, the foundation of God stands assured. He knows those are his. So a lot of people are acting like they're here, but God knows they're here. I don't know everybody that's God's. I can't sit here and say, you going there and you're going to do this. Because you look at films nowadays, everybody goes to heaven. Why am I getting saved if I can act like that person? 
Everybody, you go to a funeral and everybody goes to heaven. And we know that's not true because that's not, the scripture tells us that. Everybody's not going to make it. It's a short road and it's a long road. Wide road that's going the other way. And we don't want to go that way. So this is why it's so important to have that foundation to know that we'll, we'll make it as long as we keep our eyes on Jesus. Some run from church to church because I like what they're doing over there. And we go over there because that's, you know, the pastor so-and-so and they do this and they do that. That's not what God told you to do. I remember a lady came here one time and she stayed for a while and then she kind of wanted to be on the ministerial board. And God had not placed that on the pastor's heart. So she said that he was prejudiced because he didn't put her in a ministership, a leadership position. But God sent her in to be ministered to, you know, and be built up. And she was ready to go for it. And then she accused him of being a racist for that. He's not a racist. I live with him every day. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Okay, now I'm going to go back to this. Five steps to building a strong foundation in Christ. Number one, you got to move forward and don't look back. Once Christ has given you a, a salvation, once you get your salvation, you got to move forward and don't look back. Ask Christ to forgive us for our sins. Repent and don't look back, keep forward. Hebrews 12 and 1 said, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. We're back to the foundation. We lose our foundation a lot when we focus on somebody else's foundation. That's really what you're doing. You're looking at what they're doing so hard that you're not building on the foundation God has given you. Number two is surround yourself with a solid Christian community. Sometimes we give our lives to Christ, but we get tied up with the wrong people, and we get tied up with the wrong people. Then that keeps our eyes of what God has for us to do. We're here for a purpose. It's just like the pastor's here for a purpose. We work together, but my purpose and his purpose is two different things. So we can't do the same thing at the same time in the same way. God might give us something similar to what somebody else is doing, but it'll be for the purpose of what he's given us wherever you are, that purpose works differently, then maybe it's going to work at another place. Oh, wait, number three, find a mentor and accountability partner. Think you cannot run with everybody that says I'm a Christian. First of all, spirit touches spirit, and your spirit going to let you know that this is just not right. You can only go so far and they want to go further. And to keep from being a party pooper, we decided, well, 
over and so it can do it, I can do it too. No. Paul said all things are lawful, but all things are not expedient. Some things are just not law or expedient for you to do. You have to just keep going and keep going. And your spirit will tell you, if you listen, uh, you need to back off. Or you need to lose that friend or that organization or that person or whatever it is. Because your spirit's not agreeing with it. All right? Create a new routine and habit that involves spending time in God's word. And that's one that's really important. You cannot just go to church and come home, go to church and come home and go out in the street and do whatever you want to do and think you're going to grow in God. You won't get a foundation like that. You'll be wishy called wishy-washy, wishy-washy, going back and forth and wondering why nothing is happening for me or, or why is that person getting by and I'm not moving. Check yourself. Check your friends. Check your prayer life. Check your Bible reading. Because it will throw you off. I, I remember. I remember because I'm just, just coming out of it. I had open heart surgery in 2012. And it kind of threw me for a loop. But this this nigga took my energy. I didn't feel like reading or praying or doing nothing. So I slacked off a lot of what I was doing. And the more I slacked off, the more I went down here. I didn't didn't talk a lot about it, Sam, except for my husband who knew what was going on. But I just almost felt like I wasn't saved. I knew I loved the Lord and I had a relationship with him. But I didn't have that, like um, David said, renew a right spirit with me. I needed him to renew my spirit. And no matter what I did, no matter what I tried, but my husband, every now and then, we, we talk before we go to bed at night, and he'll say something to encourage me. He don't realize he'd say something to encourage me. He don't be meaning that. And, and that helped me so much. I started reading more and different stuff like that. I have a iPad, and I'm on it a lot, and they think I'm looking at one particular thing, but it's not. I look at a lot of things. Everybody come on Facebook, ask for prayer. I'm pray- so I'm praying all the whole while. I'm watching Facebook. I'm praying for people. But see, it's the purpose behind it. You can be on it for the wrong reason. I'm not only to get gossip and stuff. I do hear stuff that happened, but most of the stuff I hear is, is, is positive stuff. But see, you got to see what takes you off course. And when you see what's pulling you this way, then you got to pull yourself back the other way. And, and it's been a blessing. We've been married 60 years this past June. And, and it's been awesome. You're not thinking you get older, you just settle down, but it's getting better for us. I mean, listen, it's, it's hope out there. <laughs> you with a husband or you that want a husband, it's hope out there. And uh, they say, you old, you're only old as you feel. <laughs> but I, I thank God that um, when you get into the routine of reading, and praying, and it's, it takes time because you'd rather be looking at TV or you'd rather be doing this or you'd rather be doing that. But that's not the solution to the problem. It's not what you'd rather do. It's what you know you should do. And, and that's really a sacrifice. We, don't, we really don't want to sacrifice. 
we want to serve God as long as it's good and encouraging and, and Lord is blessing. But it seemed like it was a while and things were kind of like this with us and then all of a sudden it started rising. But I started rising too. <laughs> but I thank God because God has always made a way for us. Even when things look bad and a lot of people didn't know but things were looking really bad and God brought us out of it. We didn't miss a beat. So I thank God that if you're faithful to him and you stand on that foundation that he's given you, you're not going down. You're going up. I, I look at um, number five is sir, share and serve. You got to be able to share with people. You know, not pick and choose. Sometimes you might be reading for Facebook and somebody say, give a donation. And it might be for you to do it. Don't just turn away, you know, like, for whatever reason you want to give. But we need to be able to give. As you give, you receive. That's the only way you're going to receive is by giving. And you can't beat God's giving. If you're standing on that foundation, God will tell you, well, you need to help this person or you need to help that person. That's part of your foundation. That's part of growing up and maturing in the thing that you need to mature in. I look at my family. I have, um, I got about 19 grandkids. Uh, how many grand? Well, not two. I got eight. I think I got eight great, great grand. And then I got some more. <laughs> great grand. I think I got two great grand. But nevertheless, it's awesome to have a big family that loves you, that's there for you. And I can say that my family has been there for me grandkids, great-grandkids, and I love them. I, I'm not always able to do what I would not would like to do with them or go with them or whatever it may be, but I love them. And if they need me and they call me, I'm going to be there. And I have some that's really special that's always there for me, you know. A lot of it has to do with how they were brought up and different things that happened in life, but those things come and those things go. Things are going to happen. It's things that's destined for, to be part of your life, to be your foundation. We lost our only son. And I'm thinking, oh, there we go with the foundation and God takes our only son. But he gave his only son. And that's one thing I always look back on when I think about um, Chip's death that day. I was riding on the road and um, I called my aunt and she was screaming and hollering. I didn't know what was going on. I thought she was laughing at something. I said, what's wrong with you? She said, Mama, Chip, dead. And I didn't know what to do. I called my friend in Coco. And she started speaking in tongues, speaking in the spirit, just praying for me. See, that's what you need friends like that. <laughs> you don't know what to do, what to say, what to think. But that's what she did, and I thank God for that. And so after she prayed for me, I turned around to go back to find out where Angie was. She was somewhere side of the road. And um, I said, Lord, you took my only son. He said, I gave my only son. That really ministered to me. That, that ministered to me. You wouldn't think it would, but it did. 
because he did, even though, and he's got feelings just like we got feelings, but he knew. He knew what he was doing. He knew who to pick, and he knew why. There was a purpose for that. There's a purpose, there's a purpose. But I love my family. I appreciate my family. I appreciate my family, because I told my husband the other week, I said, all my friends dying, you know? Just about all I'm dying one by one. I feel like I'm almost, I got one special friend, too. But most of them gone. Most of them gone. Like if I want to go somewhere, you know, you got to find one or two friends. And sometimes, you know, I'll ask the grandkids, they'll go with me or be there to be part of something that I do. But it's not like when you were younger, you can just call anybody or go anywhere. And that's where it happens. But if you got to have a foundation, my foundation was in Jesus. He gave me those friends. And one by one, they left. But I still thank God that he's my foundation that I can endure because his foundation is sure. It's not going to break. He says, sure, that's a sure. It's not going to break. The foundation won't break as long as it's Jesus. But if you build your house on the sand like this, you did in this the Old Testament days, so I'm going to do it now, I think. But when, it's, when the rains came and the floods came, it just washed it away. But if your house is built on cement, it's not going to wash away like that. You don't see cement breaking that easy. I mean, sometimes the hurricanes come through. I looked at the certain tsunamis on my iPad. I look at those and how they just wash the whole village away and the floods and stuff like that. But God is still in the midst of that. And there are people that come out all the time with testimonies about how good God was. The good, um, tornado come through and all of everything turned out in one little house sitting over there. See, we got the rest assured that God can do anything. I don't care what happens, God can take care of me. He may not take care of me the way I want him to or think he should, but he's going to take care of me. And I have to rest assured that if he's there to do this, this is what his will is for my life. He's not there, then it won't be. But I praise him for all his goodness and his mercy and his... God is going to take care of us. And we thank you. Let's have a word of prayer right now. Father, I reach out to you. And thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. You saved me, Lord. And as I look back over my life, I know it was so much you saved me from, Lord. So much that I didn't even know was there, Lord. And I thank you for your salvation. I thank you for this, my family. Thank you for the ministry that you've given us. And all those that are listening today, Lord, I'm asking today for a special blessing. Financially, I'm asking for healing. And I'm asking for deliverance in all areas of their lives, Lord, that you will protect us and keep us and watch over us and lead us and guide us, Lord, so our foundation will be sure. And we will know, Lord, that you're there with us no matter what happens, how I feel. We gotta know that you're there. And we thank you, Lord, for that assurance. Hallelujah. Your grace and mercy, Lord, will go with us and protect us and follow us all the days of our lives. And we thank you and we praise you. And in Jesus' name, amen. I pray that you were strengthened by the word. If this message touched you in any way, please let us know by reaching out to us online.
on social media. Also, please share this podcast and help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you would like to donate to our ministry, you can do so by going to our website, acalltofreedom.com, or go through Cash App. We are Freedom FMC. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you until we meet again. Amen. Amen.